Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The headlines, of course, today The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. The NAACP and the United Negro College Fund uh, announced uh, three specific initiatives that they will be working on. Uh, of course, the first uh, round education, uh, a $3 million uh, investment from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to the United, United Negro College Fund to help uh, first-time students uh, as they look to get that education that has eluded them. Uh, the second component to this was a $250,000 uh, scholarship set up in the name of Reverend Amos Brown, uh, pastor of the uh, historic Third Baptist Church of San Francisco, a longtime civil rights leader, uh, to take individuals, uh, young students, uh, to Ghana, to West Africa, uh, to experience that. And uh, we're going to listen to some sound uh, coming up here in just a moment from Reverend Brown uh, as he talked about why this trip mattered to young people. Uh, and why we should really think again about what this really means. Because we both evolved out of struggle. It was not about a position. It was not about making a paralysis of analysis of a human problem. It was about doing the work of the kingdom of God. And that work for us in AACP is about dealing with the evils of enslavement and segregation in this country. And for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's about respecting every faith community for their belief systems and not castigating or putting down anyone because they are different. They were persecuted. And when you look at the national hymns of both the NACP and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, lift every voice and sing, and come, come ye saints. There are lines in there that speak about the struggle. Again, that's the Reverend Amos Brown. And it was interesting in, in talking about this scholarship to take young people to Africa, again, the origins of the slave trade, uh, coming out of that, uh, it was really interesting to me that Reverend Brown said, we want young people to go there not to become bitter 
from it, but to become agents of betterment because of it. And I, I think that's such an important thing. It, w- it was very clear with, uh, with Reverend Brown uh, that this uh, scholarship in his name to take young people to Ghana, to West Africa, to, to experience that history for themselves just was not about taking them there so they could become bitter about what had happened in the past, but empowering them and enabling them to become agents of betterment for the future. And I think that's an important conversation to have. It's a, it's a unique way of looking at how do we address the wrongs of the past? How do we apply them to the present? And most importantly, how do we create a better future as a result of it? Uh, also, following the formal press conference, uh, we not only spoke uh, with Reverend Amos Brown, we spoke with other leaders from each of the organizations, including other Ronald A. Rasband, an apostle in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, and he remarked on this unique spark, this unique connection that has ignited between Reverend Brown uh, and President Russell M. Nelson. I have observed it, and it really caught fire three years ago when the two of them linked arms at this lectern, and that's where it began. Naturally, that was not planned, but for a 96-year-old to grab the arm of an 80-year-old and have that kind of electricity begin uh, was just the start. And then Reverend Brown and the NAACP invited President Nelson to be the keynote guest speaker at their national convention in Detroit. It's just continued to grow. I haven't been to Reverend Brown's Third Baptist Church yet, but I'm going. (laughs) Elder Gerard has been. And you can get a sense of what a preacher he is. And we, we love the way he teaches the words of Christ, and we're good friends, and we're brothers in Christ, and it's just very natural. That was uh, Elder Ronald A. Rasband of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And he mentioned that uh, speech and that connection at the NAACP National Convention in Detroit. Uh, I was actually there uh, and observed that uh, two years ago. And it was a it was a remarkable moment, and I remember Reverend Brown introducing President Russell M. Nelson as his brother from another mother, and he did that again today in the press conference, uh, made that reference and that unique bond, that unique connection that uh, the two of them have. I want to jump now to uh, the president and CEO of the NAACP, Derek Johnson, uh, who's been critical to moving this relationship forward, these shared initiatives, these joint projects that have impacted real lives and real communities. And uh, he reflected a little bit on where we are and where what happens next. We actually see opportunities for communities to get to know each other, therefore building respect for one another. And as a result, we can lower the temperature that we have seen really bubble up over the last, last four years, particularly in the African community around division, hate, and tribalism. Uh, so again, that was uh, Derek Johnson, uh, president and CEO of the NAACP and just a, a real crucial partner in all of this in terms of uh, not just the press conference, but um, really moving the conversations forward and uh, getting a lot of these things implemented so that they can, as uh, as President Johnson said, uh, impact communities, turn the temperature down in terms of the rage and the rhetoric and get to the common ground where we can get some things done for the common good. 
Uh, I want to go next to uh, Elder Gary Stevenson, uh, also of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, he talked about that common ground and why these particular projects were chosen and what they could mean in the future. We found is is a common platform of education and of humanitarian outreach, and both of those are right in our wheelhouse. Both of those initiatives, uh, we have great core competency in humanitarian, and we have a, a wonderful tradition of education, as do their organizations. Now, they're, they're looking to us for some real leadership in the humanitarian space, but they are able to deliver for us places that we may not we may not find access to without them. And then finally, I want to go to Elder Jack Gerard from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, who described how this collaboration really can be a model uh, to overcome much of the divisiveness in the world today. What's interesting and unique about this relationship is it has reach beyond just the initiatives. As you've heard others say today, this is a model for what society lacks today. And most people would look at this diverse relationship, as Elder Stevenson pointed out, and said, wow, how did those groups come together? They're so different in their vision. And yet by coming together, we are modeling for others how to get over the polarization, the vitriol, the unkindness, and truly treat everybody as equal brothers and sisters in the light of the Lord. Again, great uh, announcements coming out today from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the NAACP, and the United Negro College Fund, three significant initiatives. We'll continue to cover those here on KSL News Radio. And again, this is a great model, a great model, not just in our community, but across the country and around the world of how do we solve problems? How do we come together to lift everybody up? It all starts with looking at each other as brothers and sisters. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, We're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.